What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Catherine, Kit Kat. Oh, snap, it's Cat42 on Instagram, but never Kathy. Okay, welcome to First Generation. I got my brothers here today, Mr. CJ and Mr. Jeffrey. Introduce yourself, boys. My name is Jeffrey Narciss, CEO and founder of Mountain Movers US. Thank you so much, Catherine, for having me. Of course, of course. I'm CJ, uh, average Joe from around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate you for having me as well. Of course. So today, our topic is college ain't for everybody. Mm. What are y'all thoughts on that? Um, college is definitely not for everybody. Uh, I think, uh, especially in my community where it's a lot of like first-generation Americans, it's definitely heavily pushed on us. What about you, Chuck? Oh, I, I would agree with you most definitely because... I mean, look at the statistics. It's, mm-hmm. It doesn't look like it's working whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see a lot of depression happening with the people mm-hmm. that are going into college mm-hmm. and about, I think, it's 50% now that aren't making it through the first four years of college. Yeah. So, I think it's hard to, to say college is for everybody, being as somebody that went to college, because one, college is expensive. Mm. Like, to pay off your loans, I know I talked about this in episode one, how expensive it was for me to go to college just for my freshman year. Like, that one year cost, like, $70,000. And most families can't afford that type of thing, especially from where we're from. Uh, So just having to deal with that whole understanding that we're pushed to go to college so much, but we're never shown other options or other opportunities that we could have to go, like, for where we can do and stuff like that. I don't know, for like in high school, did you guys see anything that you felt like was helpful for you to to see other opportunities for you outside of going to just college? Oh, without it. Oh, gosh. Definitely, definitely. Because everywhere I go, I try to just pay to get something out of it, mm-hmm. try to pay attention to what pe- other people are doing. I noticed like even when I was going to Broadway to grab something to eat, mm-hmm. I would go ahead and have these conversations with the business owners and ask them, oh, hey, wow. did you go to college? Did you do this? Did you do that? And most of the time you notice, they said, no, we didn't go to college. That's crazy. We just took up what we had, invested it into what we believed in, and mm-hmm. it, it, it just manifested. Wow. Yeah. So because I noticed they were doing that system, and it was working out for them in mm-hmm. terms of investing in their dream. Yeah. I said, I could go ahead and do the same thing. That's true. And, you know, it shows you yeah. that it's possible. Similarly, just uh, there are different programs and stuff that seemed a little uh, like too good to be true or like there's a catch or like, oh, I see what you guys are trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but all in all, like real estate or, or for example, um, was really attractive to me because it was based on entrepreneurship right right? we all know um those people in school that are selling like candy or whatever the case may be that's true buying boxes of candy at uh, bj's buying boxes on boxes on boxes coming to school and flipping them you can scale that business right Mm -hmm. instead of going to bj's you can scale going to wholesale markets and buying couches and do that right so it's like little things like that seeing those real tangible examples definitely helped me and said like oh where like 
Plus, we got Google. Like, yeah. our generation has, like, <laughs> a lot of access to information, right? What to do with that information is is needs a lot more guidance, but having the access and just literally understanding, like, oh, like, I don't need a school for a real estate license. Oh, I can open up an LLC with, like, $200. Cool, I can sell my candy, get that $200, boop, 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 like, and mm-hmm. I'm good, right? So little things like that, um, the true nature of entrepreneurship and sovereignty, which which really attracted me, um, yeah. And that was, like, the first example of, okay, like, I don't need school to, quote-unquote, well, that's, so I don't need school to make money. Yeah. But there was still that, I need school to be successful in my parents' eyes. That was the conversation that, like, oh, was tough. balancing. Oh. Yeah. How do you, for you guys, how do you feel like that conversation goes with trying to direct that to your parents? Like, I'm not, college isn't for me. College isn't a place I want to go. It's not what's going to help me become successful in life. Mm. Because being a first-generation American, mm. all three of us are first-generation American individuals, and our parents are immigrants, right? Yeah. They came here to this country for us to do things like go to school, go yeah. to college, get the career of our dreams, yeah. but it isn't what it always is supposed to be once you get yeah. here. So how do you feel like that conversation with your parents was like? How do you feel like your parents sometimes took that direction of college isn't for everybody. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'm Haitian, right? You know, <laughs> big souls on this side. It's definitely a tough conversation to go ahead and have with your parents because of their belief system. Mm. They were brought up in a way, especially if they were born in Haiti mm-hmm. and they came to America, mm-hmm. that the only way to go ahead and make it is Go to school, right. get a job, work 40, uh, 40 years, and then retire. <laughs> right? So because they have that in their belief system, yeah. mm-hmm. to attack their belief is offensive. Yeah. And then that's so. how they go ahead and approach it when you say it to them. Yeah. Like, why are you disrespecting their God in a sense? Yeah. It's yeah. like they're, they're disrespecting their God. Mm-hmm. They said, there's no other way. This has to be it. Mm. And really, it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. It's only, t- I noticed, like, it's only until they see the results. Right. Mm-hmm. They, everyone's looking for a sign. Mm-hmm. Right. This generation is looking for a sign, especially the older generation. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this is not true. But until they've seen the income, the cash flow yeah. going in, they said, what did I tell you, mom? <laughs> I told you that this works. And that's the only way you could really break them out of that mindset. Right. That's deep. Um, so facts 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 um it's definitely the same vigor that freed us um in 1804 is the same vigor that they're believing Mm -hmm. that hey this is the only way out right um it's all like good intentioned right Mm -hmm. it's all like this is what they know right as i said before we had access we have access to the internet and google and all that especially um immigrants coming uh, my parents came, my mother came when she was 18, um, and she wasn't even able to go to school, right? Mm-hmm. So because of that, she is on the outside of the education system, right? So if you're on the outside of something, you always want to get in, right? Mm-hmm. Because of that, her and my father are always like, education, 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 right? I'm not an only child, and as my older sister is getting her master's right now, for me not even okay. to try to, shout out, shout out, shout out, for <laughs> me not even to attend school is is completely out of their 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 guideline right? right it's like you have to, to follow this path 
Um, it was difficult for me having this conversation with my parents uh, because as far as they did not write say it, it was like you could feel the disappointment. Mm. Like, And it wasn't necessarily they were disappointed in me. It was like they took it as what did they do incorrectly, right? right? Um, it was a conversation I had with my parents. It was on some... Uh, came across extremely disrespectful. Um, I still regret it to this day, but it was more along the lines of like, hey, you guys don't know, you guys haven't experienced this, so why am I talking to you right now, right? Ooh. Crazy! Ooh. I'm wait, talking, wait, wait, wait. I'm talking crazy. Um, but we both, after that conversation, we both had an understanding where it's like, yo, I'm going to do me, regardless of whatever that is. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make my mistakes, but you guys can't tell me something you don't know about. Right, mm -hmm. so now it's more of advice. Um, and again, until right now, I'm in a space of until I can prove to them that, like, hey, I'm able to do this for you guys because I'm not in school, um, which is already happening. Um, it's not going to be as successful, right? Like, my mom still like plays with me. She'll be like, oh, so when you signed up for school, this isn't this, even though I vehemently <laughs> said, like, nah, like, uh, uh, traditional uh, higher education is not for me. Yeah, um, that was those my. My discourse with that. No, that's real. That's real. I guess sometimes the biggest advice you could give to somebody that's going through a similar situation is making sure if you know what you want to do and if you especially know that college really isn't for you, you have to stay ten toes down in your mm. beliefs. You have to make sure that no matter what anybody tells you, whether it's your parents, whether it's your guidance counselor, whether it's your teachers, your doctor, you got to tell them, like, I don't want to go to college. This is not what I want to do. This is not the future I want for myself and move in that yeah, yeah. Um, but it's hard evidently like, hey man <laughs> evidently it's hard you, bro. you gotta go you gotta do it's this this and this crazy um, and another thing is like having a plan man. Mm. whatever it is whatever mm. it is if you can't formulate the plan formulate the goal start with the goal first oh, like, where deep. do I want to be you don't gotta do like where do I want to retire man forget all that where do I want to be in five years as mm. ever daunting as that is you have to to think about it right. uh, because all the kids that are all the individuals that are going to school, they have that plan. Even if it's unconsciously. Like, mm -hmm. going to school, you know what you're about to do for the next four years. That's true. Wake up and go to school every day. Right? Yeah. Like, that's really <laughs> what it is. That's your, your game plan. Even though you, you don't know specifically what you're going to do afterward, in case maybe you have that plan. Yeah. Um, even if it's not uh, a specific goal, it's like, all right, so I want to learn how to play the guitar and become a famous, you know what I'm saying, guitar yeah. player, case maybe, you know what I'm saying? But you have that going, you stick to it every day. Yeah. The same discipline and the structure that these individuals have in school, you need to apply that so, that to yourself without any support, bro. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? That's, That's difficult, but this it's, it's, it's path isn't for the feeble type of situation. So yeah. definitely the advice is, is have that goal set. I like yeah. that. That's so true. It really is true. Um, you know, I'm remind because you said that I'm reminded of this uh, Bible verse where it says, "Without vision, mm. the people perish." Mm. And vision really goes ahead and directs your life. Mm. It tells you what to do and tells you what not to do. Mm -hmm. And because I feel like you're gonna see more and more of this as the generations go on and on, that these kids are coming up without a vision because they're being force-fed an idea yeah. mm. and that's why i think that's part of the reason why you're seeing more and more people dropping out of college right because that's not truly their vision right mm. it was forced inside mm. of them that's true i think the 
biggest connection I have with that is I remember being in the library at school with one of my friends and we were sitting down we were talking it was clearly like final season you know everybody's like crammed in their books doing all their work and it's 12 o'clock and the two of us are just like sitting there not doing any work because we're over it at this point right um he looks to me and he's like you know something cat I wish I took a gap year from college and I was like what and he was like yeah I wish I just didn't come straight to college because now I'm in college I already started and at this point I need to finish. Like there's no point in me stopping now because I can't change my major or I have to start back in the beginning and I have to stay for another four more years and then now I gotta pay for six years of school instead of four. Like I'm already in it. But if I took a gap year, if I took time for myself to understand what is it that I want in this life, what is it that I wanna do for myself, I would have came in college prepared and ready to like shorten the time I'm here mm. because I'm not spending time going around figuring out, oh, maybe I want to be a psychology major or maybe I want to be a biology major. Maybe I want to be an economics major. I know what I'm doing. Mm. Like I took the time to plan what is it that I'm going to do for my life. And after he said that, I was like, yo, you're kind of right. <laughs> I feel the same way. Granted, like I'm, I'm grateful for my experience. I'm grateful for the opportunity that I did have in college. But there were definitely many times that I sat back and said, if I wasn't here doing this, I could have been doing this mm. and I could have been there. Mm. You know what I mean? I could have been further than what I expected to be just being in this this box, in this mm. bubble. Um, and sometimes that really just depends on the school you go to. It depends on the people you're around. But really, once you know what you want to do for yourself, you know what you want to do yeah, for yourself. Right. That's yeah, yeah. it. There's no other way you can say it. Like, the, the best person, the person that knows you the best is yourself. Yeah, facts. Yeah, facts. like, um, in a word. And... To, to, to tangent off that um, college is seen as like oh I gotta find myself mm-hmm. like let's go find myself but I think um, for it's myself crazy. yeah I was having a conversation with somebody uh, Miss Nakato and we were talking <laughs> and we was like yo like I don't I personally don't like the very bridge of finding myself right cause yeah. that's inherently looking outward i think you need to develop yourself right right? figure out where you want to be what type of person you are and then develop that because that's all internal i'm saying you don't need anything outside to do that and people within and outside of college um can do that and that's a great time to do that right? right that's where you find your vision that's where you figure out like oh okay like if i'm this type of person ah i know i'm not gonna work in this setting even though xyz might be attractive in this setting you know what i'm saying so just understanding that that t- time period is, is critical to figure out that vision. Yeah. And even going off of that, like, I, I'm somebody that, and we were having that conversation of finding yourself. I didn't find myself in college. I already knew who I was mm. and I knew what I wanted. Mm. In college, I just came to realize the different things that people did and the way people moved and how to move myself in those ways. Mm. Um, coming from an area where it was super diverse and moving into an area where it was not diverse at all, I was forced to be put in a situation where I had to develop as a person. Mm. I had to develop in, in these spaces, I need to move like this. In this in this space that I'm in at college, I can't talk to people like that. I have to talk mm. to people like this in order for them to understand what I'm saying because if they don't understand what I'm saying, they're not gonna listen to me. Okay. You understand? Um, so for me, that, that was probably my biggest thing. I don't think I found myself in college and if you think you're going to college to find yourself, you're lying to yourself. <laughs> you can go through that entire four years and learn not a damn thing about yourself. Mm. Um, and be prepared for that. There are things that you're going to expect going into college and you'll never find mm. that if you never went to college, you could find in yourself. Because you're taking time for yourself. You're taking time to figure out what is it that you want and what you want to do for yourself in life. It's that work, man. That self-work. I'm that, telling that you. you 
Mm-hmm. Now, speaking about entrepreneurship in our earlier conversation, we got, got our very own entrepreneur in the mm-hmm. room. Jeffrey, tell, oh, tell people about your, your little program. Oh, yes. Business. So, yeah, as I said earlier, the name of the company is called Mountain Movers U.S., and it's a faith-based moving company. Amen. And what we try to do is go ahead and promote the idea of the moving of the mind mm. and the moving of the heart. It's not just moving from point A to point B physically, mm. but if you don't change what's inside, mm. then you're just going to get the same results where you are at the moment, where you're moving to. So you don't want to drag any of that stuff with you. You really need to... Uh, pay attention so that you don't conform yourself mm. but you transform yourself and that's Jeez, really what the company yeah. tries to go ahead and promote wow. yeah. that's deep that's deep so Ooh. what do you guys do specifically oh we go ahead and do all types of moves okay. <laughs> any move that you need we could go ahead and assist you with it commercial residential mm. uh even small moves inside of the house those are the types of things that we just go ahead and try to help people with. We also looking at partnerships. We just partnered up with Xfinity, so oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. It's a big step for us in such a small period of time. So we're really trying to make big moves That's inside right. of the city and inside of the whole U.S. That's God's dope. Will. God's will. Hey, what propelled you to have it be a moving? Oh God. So. The idea mm-hmm. actually came from my pastor. Oh wow! And he know he knew where I was working at the time, and he says, "Jeff, listen," because he knew my personality. Mm-hmm. This man is a theologian. He sits down, and when you think he's not paying attention, he pays attention. <laughs> mm. He he studies your personality to see mm. where you would do best at. So he said, "Jeff, I think you should go ahead and start up a moving company." I'm like, "Pass." Like, I, I don't even move stuff inside the church like that. Yeah. <laughs> asking me to do that. He's like, man, it's a spontaneous thought. It can't, I don't know where it came from. Yeah. It just came into my mind. I think you'd make it big if you do it. I said, okay, pass. Because you said I'm going to go ahead and try it out, see how it works. Yeah. So, you know, little by little, I took what I had and I invested into it. Just kept investing, kept investing, kept investing. Mm-hmm. And already... I'm noticing the impact that it's having on people's lives. Mm. Yeah. Because it's a faith. It's all about faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you know, yeah. All, both of you guys know my situation. Mm-hmm. I live in the projects. Grew up in the projects, mm-hmm. and I really had to live not by sight but by faith. Mm-hmm. I can't go by. Oh well, there's drugs over here. There's mm-hmm. gun violence. There's bricks all around me. This is not the ideal environment. Mm -hmm. So that means it can't happen. No. Because I could see it internally, it can happen. Mm -hmm. So that's why I stepped into it. And it's growing. It's growing right in front of us. So glory to God for that. You did it. You're doing it. Matter of fact, what's the hardest thing you have found on your journey? Uh, There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of stress because you're responsible mm. for, you know, making sure that people get paid. Yeah. Making sure that you're not breaking people's items, mm. that you're keeping up with the company's promises. Mm. Um, the best way I knew how to deal with that type of stress, because I'm telling you, it was really impacting me in a sense where I felt it physically. My, mm. my head is pounding. 
Mm. I'm struggling, but one day I just said, you know what? I don't want the business anymore. I just said to myself, I don't want it anymore. God, I want you to have it. Mm. Bam. I said, I'm not going to be the owner anymore. Mm. You're going to be the owner. I'm just going to rule over it. <laughs> Automatically, that means, oh, I don't got nothing to worry about. <laughs> this is all on you now. <laughs> Yo, so with that Jeff. mentality, you just got to chill out and be like, all right, good. You're, if this is going to go through, I'm going to listen. <laughs> but if this don't go through, I don't know what to tell you. He said, I'm not so, the owner of this business. I, I don't own the business no more. It's for you guys. Yo, Respect. So that really took off a lot of stuff on my mind. Yeah. It took off a lot. So it changed things. That's good. The uh, hardest part of my journey. Yeah, tell me about the hardest part of your journey. Oh, um, I think it was the time period where, so I attended school for like half a semester. Um, and then not attending school, um, you go from, hey man, regardless of whatever happens, I know what I'm about to do for the next four years. I'm cooling to golly. <laughs> What I'm about to do tomorrow, bro. Yeah. Like, that was hard for me, right? My character type is like, I need a solid plan. Um, or excuse me, I work most comfortably comfortably, comfortably with a solid plan mm-hmm. um, to be able to have structure, right? Structure is like really integral in my life, right? Mm-hmm. And not having the structure of the next four years, like I went from complacent to like throwing myself in the fire in like a weekend. Mm-hmm. So dealing with that while dealing with the disappointment of my parents was like a lot for me um it put me at a place where it's just like like it put me at a place where i was accepting mediocrity for myself and that was horrible like i knew it was mediocre while i was doing it but i was like ah it's okay as long as i get xyz right so um that was a hard place to get out of um and the way i can explain getting out of it was uh sitting with myself and, and and thinking like hey if i keep the same patterns for the next five to ten years where am i going to be and i realized i would be in the project with my younger siblings type of situation mm-hmm. i was like no way mm-hmm. like that's not acceptable for me and then i figured out my vision like what do i want to do where do i want to be who do i want to be mm-hmm. um how can i develop myself better in the, with the resources i currently have right i went from oh, I'm not at college, I don't have the resources for X, Y, Z, to, oh, I'm here and I have a studio in the same city that I am in, uh, Hamstank Studios, that I could go to and uh, do whatever I got to do, start podcasts, I have people I could refer uh, for music um, and all that, right? So it's like, it went from a lacking mindset to I have all the wealth I have, I, I need right in front of me, right? right. Like, um, definitely faith-based as well. So I'm not put in a situation where I can't overcome it. Right. And because I was in that situation, I knew I could overcome it, right? Uh, but that was that initial just like, yo, like, this is what you're going to do type of situation and like beating myself up over it, right? Because my parents didn't outright say how they felt. Mm-hmm. I had to guess, mm-hmm. right? So I was guessing how they felt and I was feeling how I felt about me, like feeling as if I had failed because I held my parents' standards for myself as well. Like, I had yet to apply any standards to myself because I was just the young first-gen kid whose sister's getting a master's, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, having that pressure over your head. Um, 
can either motivate you or break you. And at that time, it was definitely breaking me. I was, you know what I'm saying? Wasn't seeing nobody, just in my own space. But after redirecting that energy to a way it could help me positively, like that definitely helped, right? And again, that vision, that having that, okay, where do I want to be? You know what I'm saying? I need a house. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. How can I get that? Cool. Okay, I'm not going to compromise this. Okay, cool. Right? And it, just trying things, like honestly, yeah. just trying things. There are a couple uh, workforce development programs that I did. Um, one of them was Resilient Coders. So Resilient Coders is a 14-week boot camp. Um, you start with the hackathon, um, and at the hackathon, you, it's pretty much uh, an audition or tryout for this camp, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, you go through. If you get accepted, you go through a 14-week boot camp. They teach you during the boot camp the skills that I was appreciative of, which are. Um, HTML, CSS, uh, so different, uh, for those of you, yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, different coding languages to build websites, apps, um, and uh, software, pretty much, right? So you leave the... You leave the program knowing how to build websites so you can freelance and get money off of that, right? Mm -hmm. You get connected with different companies so you can get hired into a company if that's what you want to do, right? Right. So they provide you with multiple avenues. So that entrepreneurship and that autonomy of like, I have hard trade skills that I can use at my own disposal rather than like, oh my God, um, I just finished college from what I was understanding was gonna be my experience. Um, Oh my God, I just finished college. I need a job now, like I need it, right? So like having that pressure was relieved because you already had the skills. Um, Coding was not for me, but I didn't Mm. understand that until I sat down and did it, right? right? So trying that, I learned things about myself, right? Um, I learned that I need to engage with people, right? Like I am a people person, um, not at heart, because I'm definitely hella introverted, but uh, engaging with people, I learn about them and I learn about myself in turn, right? We're all one being, right? So like little things like that. Um, I also did a program uh, similarly to Jeffrey uh, called Year Up, if you want to uh, share yeah, your talk experience. A little bit about and, yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, Year Up gave me a different perspective on how life is after high school mm-hmm. because I noticed that you didn't necessarily have to just jump right into college yeah. right. to get into the business world. So, you know, Year Up is basically a six, uh, a one year work development program where six months you spend in a classroom learning mm-hmm. about your track it be, it could be what um quality assurance uh quality assurance uh it security project management and finance finance yeah and finance i took the finance course mm-hmm. and so that was six months in the classroom just learning all that you possibly can about finance and then another six months was devoted into hands-on experience inside of a business. I actually had my internship at a GSIB, a GSIB, a globally systematic important bank mm-hmm. that's located in Quincy. Mm-hmm. So it was, a, it was a good experience because I didn't know anything better. Mm-hmm. Remember, I was, fed, I was fed the idea like you have to do this, that and this and I'm like oh shoot I just skipped the whole step <laughs> I don't have to go to college because I'm already here yeah. right and after a while it's just like oh dang I can't do another 40 years of this right <laughs> I gotta go ahead and do something else now right. so mm-hmm. it gave me a, it was a great experience right it's definitely a great experience that's good to hear I mean 
Here you guys go. We got different opportunities out for you. Resilient coders, year up. Mm-hmm. Look for them on the Instagram page. Those are big ones. And I think I think it's important that you guys highlight them so people are aware that there are programs and opportunities for them out there. Mm. Even if it's not something that's for you, it is there for you to have access to. Mm. Um, each one, reach one, teach one. Reach somebody else that may be interested in coding. Reach somebody else that may be interested in a development program and you give them that opportunity to do that for themselves. What's one piece of advice you would give to somebody that is afraid to say something to their parents or mm. is interested in doing a business or creating something along the lines of being an entrepreneur? Mm. All right. Um, we prefaced this before. Um, so two parts. One, uh, understand the difference between urgency and rushing, right? Mm. So a lot of people have um, weird relationships with time as I had, right? So I had a younger, I have a younger sister. So it seemed as if, if I like mess up one year in school, I'm going to be in the same grade as her. Like that was wild to me. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, So my relationship with time was not the most positive because of that. I always felt I was rushing things Um, because I was rushing things. I forced myself to go to school, this, this and this. Right. Um, But now I'm moving with more urgency. Right. I understand that time is of the essence but I can take my time, right? Like, mm. I can take as much time as I need to do whatever it is that I need, right? Um, and take as much time as you need to figure out your vision. That's the most important, right? Like, and you don't have to have a correct vision for the next 30 years, but you have to have a vision you stand a billion toes down on <laughs> for the next five or for the next day, That's right? True. As long as whatever you're doing, you're 100% committed to it, you will learn the lessons you need to learn to develop into the person you want to be. And that's... Yeah. yeah. I like that. Uh, I, I agree with you. I feel like a lot of the things that I had to do in life, I felt like I was rushing into it. Rush, rush, mm-hmm. rush. And because of that, it was more quantity over quality mm. but now you start to realize that this time at this time of age it's like it's quality over mm. quantity and i mean you really just gotta go ahead and question yourself and ask your parents a simple question ask them if i get the degree in four years but i don't learn anything is that what you really want mm. because i'm going to try to get it in time just so that I fit in Hmm. and I'm going to be focused on getting the piece of paper rather than getting an education do I want that for my life and do you want that for me depending on what they answer you'll find out if they're on your side or not (laughs) you'll find out if they're on your side or not so I mean that's a it's 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 something that you really have to sit down with yourself about and your parents about and just try to get the quality in, get the quality in because you don't want to make that mistake. Mm-hmm. Trust. Jeez. Jeez. I got goosebumps all over with yeah. that one. <laughs> crazy. I have to, do you guys have any last words you want to take out uh-huh. with? Hey, listen, me and CJ went to Europe, so make sure that you use our names if you're going to go into the program, because it'll be helping us, it'll be helping you. Respect, respect, Shoot, maybe we could say a couple words for you if we know you, you know? Just go Uh, ahead, use our names. 
Europe is good for what it is, but mm-hmm. I, I definitely encourage everybody to understand what Europe is in any workforce development program um, in general, right? Um, everything is a business. Colleges are a business. Europe is a business, yeah. right? So it's little things like that that you have to understand, like, what am I really getting myself into, right? So, like, research, 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 yeah. right? Like, don't go in uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed into college, into any workforce development program, into anybody who comes to you on the street like, bro, you want to make $1,000 today? <laughs> Just take this and deliver it. You know what i Understand what... what what you're doing with your time. Um, right. that's, that's really my advice. Do not put my name down for Europe. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, there you have it, folks. Like I say every week, each one, reach one, teach one. Y'all already know how this goes. Keep it going on. Thank you. Now we on our mission. We living out our greatness. Going on.